Welcome to Honest Real Raw, the podcast that inspires people while keeping it real. Hello everyone, welcome back to Honest Real Raw. I'm your host, Victoria DiPaolo, and we are back for episode 4. I hope that you all had a great week, and I hope that you were inspired by last week's episode and practiced some self-care and worked on prioritizing yourself. And maybe some of you even introduced a new practice into your lives. I just really hope that you took something away from the episode and that you will be able to do the same with this week's episode. So this week, we are going to be talking all about motivation. And I think that it's something that a lot of us need to hear right now. And hopefully the episode will get you in the right headspace and you'll be able to take things head on and whatever it is that you need to get done, you'll get it done. And this episode kind of comes at a good time for me right now because I'm trying to prep for midterm exams and I'm trying to get myself organized because it could be a really stressful period. And I've just been feeling really drained and unmotivated. So I thought that maybe talking about it on the podcast would kind of get me fired up and and get the motivation that I need. And hopefully some of you will be able to relate to what I'm going to share um, today. And, you know, this isn't only for students. Um it's for anybody who's working a full-time job or, you know, you can even feel unmotivated when you need to start a certain project or complete a task. It's maybe even just getting off the couch can be hard. And feeling unmotivated isn't uncommon, especially in these circumstances. It can be difficult to look forward to things in the context of a pandemic and understandably so because there's so much negativity surrounding us but the reality is that we still have responsibilities and we need to get things done despite what we're living through and in a way it's kind of a release it could be a distraction so let's begin (laughs) with my motivation dwindling I had to take a step back from my readings and my homework and I had to be honest with myself because I was kind of in denial that the semester had started until about a week and a half ago. (laughs) So I took stock of my efforts up until this point, and I was doing what I had to do, but I also had to determine what was causing this block. Why was I feeling so unmotivated? And I didn't really know why I was feeling this way. And it's really unlike me because... At the start of a new semester, I'm usually so excited and like gung-ho about things because a new semester symbolizes a fresh start. It's, you know, new classes, new profs, a new schedule. Um, But with everything being online, that element of excitement is kind of removed from the equation. So I needed to find a way to get myself fired up for the new term, to get excited again. And again, I'm speaking from a student's perspective. And, you know, this happens to so many people. And 
we need no motivation no matter what we do in life. And, you know, the things that I'm going to share are just a few things that I have done in the past, um, you know, to get myself back on track and to keep my spirits lifted. And and they seem to have worked for me and, and seem to be working now. So I thought I'd share. So I'm going to share three steps with you. Um, and uh, feel free to take notes. Feel free to write to me if you have any questions after. But uh, here goes. So step one. This is the first thing I do whenever I need to get stuff done. I always begin by standing up or maybe stretching or going for a walk. And it just gets the blood flowing. And as they say, motion creates emotion. And by getting up and moving your body, you it feels good. And in turn, this leads to you feeling better about yourself. Yes, it doesn't solve your problems, but moving and taking the time to go for a walk or a jog or doing some yoga will make a big difference in your day. You will have completed a task, you will have moved, and you're going to feel better. You're going to just feel calmer and ready to take on whatever it is that you need to take on. My next step is making sure that I have a quiet and clean workspace. So I make sure that my desk is tidy, my folders are in order, and by creating this clutter-free space, I'm getting myself into a mindset, into this headspace where I'm ready to start working. And this makes all the difference. Your productivity increases when things are organized and in order, or at least mine does, because I'm not freaking out about not being able to find my papers or my books I know where everything is and it kind of just makes life easier. And you know, there's research on this stuff. It's been proven that cluttered workspaces make uh, employees feel more stressed and overwhelmed by even the simplest of tasks. So just clean up your stuff. You'll feel better. Trust me on that one. (laughs) All right. So at this point, I got the blood flowing. I went for a walk. I have a clean workspace. What's my third step? The next thing I do is make a to-do list. And I prioritize and execute. I put the most important things at the top of my list and I go through it one at a time. And I don't really make long lists. Like I'll never put 30 things on there that I know I'll never finish. But I try to keep things manageable with 10 to 15 things that I need to complete throughout my day. And let me tell you, there is nothing more satisfying than ticking something off of your list. It's a great feeling. And it allows you to know what your day is going to look like. You know that in the morning you have to get X, Y, and Z done. And in the afternoon you have to do whatever. It just kind of allows you to see what your day is going to look like. And... It's your choice to stick to it or not. So now I have a game plan laid out and I have to stick to it because I know that if I don't, I'll just feel more stressed out and anxious. And I feel like when I present my daily tasks uh, this way, things seem more feasible and I'm less overwhelmed by uh, what I need to complete. But I also remind myself that tomorrow's a new day. 
and there's only 24 hours in a day so whatever i get done i get done i can't do more than what i'm doing and that's a constant reminder that we all need to tell ourselves you have to dedicate a certain amount of time to work some time for leisure time for yourself everything has to balance out and tomorrow's a new day and you could start fresh Another thing that I do is create a reward system for myself. And I like to kind of think of it as getting a sticker on a chart uh, for doing chores when you're a kid. It was like the most exciting thing, getting a little gold star. But it's the feeling of pride and joy um, that you feel when completing a task, even if it's just a small one. You completed something and you should celebrate it. (laughs) So my reward system is pretty simple. And I mostly use it when I study because that's where I find the motivation to be a little bit low. (laughs) So for every assignment or task that I complete, I, I watch an episode of a show on Netflix and... It's something that I like to do just to disconnect. I'll I'll watch like a short episode that maybe lasts 30 minutes and have a snack while I do that just to kind of like de-stress. And I know that I look forward to that. So I'm motivated while doing my work because I know that there's a reward at the end of that that I can watch whatever I want to watch for 30 minutes. And another way that I reward myself is by planning activities for myself or with friends. And I use this as sort of a long-term reward. So I'll say, if I'm able to get all my work done this week, then Saturday can be my day to relax or to see friends, to go for a walk or grab a coffee, whatever it is. And um, this motivates me because I want to be able to see people and to do different things But I find with this type of reward, you need to be strict with yourself. And if you use a reward system, you need to stick to the plan because it's easy to, you know, not get work done in the week, but still go out on the Saturday. You need to stick to whatever you set for yourself and you'll see good results. The next thing I want to bring up is a study technique uh, that has been a game changer for me since um, starting law school. When I study alone, um, I kind of tend to drift off and get distracted. But I've been using the Pomodoro technique and it's a time management method uh, that's used to break down work periods into intervals. And the traditional technique is to break your work up into 25-minute intervals um, that are separated by 5-minute breaks. And after you've completed four 25-minute intervals, then you could take a longer break of like 15 to 30 minutes. And I use an app called uh, focus keeper and i usually work for 40 minute intervals with five minute breaks because i find that's what works best for me but this is a really great technique that um isn't only useful for studying but for any kind of task that you need to complete so 
you know, you set the timer, you know that you have to get whatever you need to get done within the first interval. You take a five minute break, you come back to it and you keep the motivation and the focus and it doesn't feel like such a drag. So that's something that has been helpful. Maybe you can check that out. Another thing that uh, has helped me stay motivated is um, having a good support system around me. I have people who keep me accountable and keep me in check. And sometimes you just need that text or call saying that you're doing a good job. And I'm so fortunate to have amazing friends and family who support me and check in on me. And really, they are my rocks and keep me grounded. And I really couldn't ask for more. And in turn, (laughs) I try my best to check in on my friends and support them in their endeavors and be someone that they could turn to because it has to be reciprocated. And that's something that I'm proud of. And I'm glad that I have these wonderful friends, but I also want to be a good friend to them. So, you know, when I see my friends do well, I'm motivated to advance in my life and and move forward so surround yourself with supportive people who cheer you on and want to see you grow and if you feel like you don't have that just know that I'm rooting for you and I want to see you succeed so I'm here for you and again I'm I'm not an expert but I do know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed and unmotivated and just not knowing where to begin first. But take a deep breath, lay out a plan, and take things one step at a time, one day at a time. And I constantly need to remind myself to maintain a balance and look at the bigger picture because I used to be so focused on all the little things But I've been working on changing my perspective and I've been learning to deal with disappointment because, let's be honest, life is filled with disappointment and undesirable situations. But it's how we deal with these things that is key. And, you know, speaking from personal experience here, but when something doesn't go as planned, It's normal to feel discouraged and feel unmotivated, but allow yourself to feel these things for a period of time um, and then get right back to work and hit reset and just refocus on whatever it is you need to get done. I've come to learn that it's okay to feel unmotivated, but it's up to you to change that. And that begins with eating well and looking after yourself and setting attainable goals and putting in the work and just staying on track. So that's all I really have to say on the topic. And I hope that you found this episode interesting and inspiring. And hopefully you'll find some comfort in knowing that you're not alone. We're all working towards different goals, whether it be academic, career, or personal goals. We all need a push sometimes, and I hope that I was able to play a role in that. 
And this brings us to my favorite part of the episode, the getting deep segment. And last week I asked you guys a two-part question. And that was, which activity makes you lose track of time? And how do you feel when you do that activity? And I wanted to read a few answers that I got from uh, from the listeners uh, because I really love hearing from uh, you all. It makes my day. I kind of feel like I'm not talking to myself when I get answers back. And uh, it also allows for me to reflect and maybe introduce new practices into my life. So one listener wrote in saying that they enjoy meditating and journaling and that they love the way it makes them feel. And I could totally relate to this. It's a great way to just get in touch with yourself and to take the time to check in, which is something that a lot of us don't do. So journaling and meditating is a wonderful way to practice self-care. Another listener wrote in saying uh, that they enjoy playing guitar and could do this for hours. They love how they can just let go and get creative. And that's something else I could relate to as well because I love to play the piano. I wish I could play the guitar. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, taking the time to learn a new song requires focus and it definitely gets your mind off of things. So... I really think that playing an instrument is um, really wonderful. And if you could use it to relax and get your mind off whatever it is, it's it's incredible. And these are just a few of the answers that I got. And, you know, once again, thank you for taking the time to reach out and share your response. This segment is meant to make you reflect and search for answers within yourself So I'm glad that there has been a a great response to it. It makes me really, really happy. So this week's question is, where do you find inspiration when you feel low on motivation? Kind of ties in with this week's topic. What inspires you? It could be a person. It could be a thing. (laughs) It could be anything. Just... Really think about that. What motivates you? What inspires you when you're feeling low? I'd love to hear from you, as usual. You know where to reach me at HonestRealRawPod on Instagram. Or you could leave me a voice note on Anchor. I look forward to hearing your answers and getting the chance to learn a little bit more about all of you. So we'll end things here for this week. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. And I'm wishing you all a wonderful week ahead. Take care of yourself. Make sure to take it easy. And keep things honest, real, and raw. Take care.